and welcome in to another edition of the Joystick Club. Joining me, as always, is my trusty co-host, Chappie. That guy, he's in the uh, chair over there, and me, myself, and I, I'm Taylor Jacobs. So uh, thank you again for joining us on the Joystick Club. A lot to get into with the old Big Penny week. Arcade Expo taking place here in Seattle, Washington, a.k.a. PAX. PAX oh, West. that's what PAX stands for. So uh, <laughs> we will just jump right into it and... Uh, we were there this weekend. I was there almost every single day and uh, got to demo a lot of games. Got to see a lot of matches played in the uh, Heroes of the Storm ESL tournament uh, there. And our good friends, the Murloc Geniuses, we have a spoiler alert. We'll get into that a little bit later in the episode. Alert, but uh, we will start off with just talking about some of the games that I got to review. Uh, first off, Batman Arkham VR. Oh, now, you I know, didn't even realize this one was going to be there. Right. We're not a big PS show, if you could tell by the first four episodes. I haven't <laughs> talked really any PS. Um, not that, zero. Not that we uh, disrespect the console or anything like that, but, uh, you know, just uh, we both play Xbox and Our PCs Overwatch and... discussions apply to PlayStation. Correct. We've never said it specifically. Correct, yes. We haven't talked about them specifically, but uh, the Arkham Batman is exactly like any of the Arkham games that you've played, but totally immersive. Like third person, but third VR. person, but you are Batman. Okay, so you have the gun, uh, the gun holster uh, that they have for the PlayStation VR the Batarang launcher. Is that what it's? Uh, I'm or, not sure. I I've only played one Arkham game, and uh, Skyrim distracted me from that, and then I never looked back. Yeah, so but the I'm PS not... has a specific VR like oh, style. The the yes, it's the, like a, the, a rifle. I forget what they call it. It right. barely looks like a rifle though. That right. thing's weird looking. Yeah, it, comfortable. I've not I've not held it. Yeah, pretty it comfortable? comfortable. Okay, not uncomfortable. Let's not say it like that. Um, but yeah, totally dark and gritty and and really fun. Same puzzles. Mm. I mean, and the same sort of like uh, action and adventure that you would expect from an Arkham game. Okay, uh, cool. with Batman. That's fun. Highly recommended it. So uh, that was the first game I got to test. Got to test Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, the remake. I forgot about that. Adult Swim is doing the uh, remake. Throw a complete throwback, of, an huh. homage to the old uh, platform game. I was never allowed to rent that. So I mean, I know who they are. Right. But I don't know it's much. Basically, about it, a side frankly. scroller like Mario, mm. but you know, a little bit more platformer. Uh, yeah, a little bit more uh, culture infused into this game. We got some <laughs> hip hop. Okay. Um, some other things like that. But uh, it completely has that old school feel that you're just going to absolutely love if you played any games like that growing up and uh, you enjoy Toe Jam and Earl uh, as a kid. TJ and E, as we call them. Right. As we just uh, <laughs> as we just invented that. Uh, so, yeah, totally look out for that game. I think it's going to be available on PC and platform as well. So you'll be able to get it on all I, your consoles. I think I read that same thing. So I think you're right there. Uh, Gears of War 4, this is one I didn't get, actually get to play because, as you would assume, the line was one of the longer lines there yeah. at PAX. You um, can fill in the blanks. Looks, looks fantastic. Uh, the gameplay looks similar to those of the older games. Were you able to watch other people's yeah, yeah, no, I live watched, gameplay? Yeah, I watched the gameplay, oh, okay. uh, the Horde 3.0 a little bit. Uh, and it was, it's just, again, got that same feel. They didn't really stray too far. Yeah. Uh, they can't if they want to get away with doing it properly. Right. New gear, yeah. kind of updated gear, a little bit nicer graphics. Mm -hmm. uh, the Chainsaw attached to the assault rifle. You know still. it. You know it. That's always there. Yep. Same gore, yeah. like same, that same feel, just kind of the, the updated they saw power, version. power reloads. Yep. Oh, baby. Yeah. So uh, you're going to see a lot of that here okay. coming up. Gears of War 4. 
Another on fantastic the old short game. List. Yep. Uh, Resident Evil VR was one I got to try out. How'd Capcom. That go? Well, here's the thing. A lot of people have been getting sick playing this game because... I got sick playing Minecraft VR. Right. It's like really dark, and you're really like looking around. There's noises, so you're really jumpy. Right. You're looking around everywhere, and a lot of people have been getting physically sick playing this VR. I didn't mm. really get sick. I got a little... But you don't normally get sick. I don't normally get sick, but I got a little light. I'll say it like that. Mm-hmm. I got a little bit light, and it I was a little feeling. woozy. Yeah. I mean, but it's a scary, scary game, and it's really well, immersive. I mean, you can only say that enough about these VR games as right. they keep coming out. It was, it felt so real, it was terrifying. Right. Um, well, that's the thing. It's the thing with VR. It doesn't have to look that real. All it has to do is feel real. Right. But and that's what I didn't like about the old uh, Resident Evil games is there's just so much looking around. And it's not looking around in the same sense that you're like finding stuff all the time. You're literally just looking around. So yep. when I was a kid, I didn't have the um, like attention span to keep going with that series. So I'm curious to see if it catches my attention again. Maybe I'll want to replay the old ones now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not for the faint of heart and it's not for the easily motion Is it sick. PSVR exclusive or Ooh. is it going to be... Uh, PC, you know, what? I, I mean, obviously not Xbox. Let me look that up right now. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. It probably is at it, this point, right? I think it's PS specific right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I th- I'm sure they'll probably expand. I'm sure it'll go on the Hololens when Microsoft kind of incorporates that into their. <laughs> I don't even know if I've they've been talking about that in terms of games much lately. It's kind of taken another path. Yeah, but- yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. We'll see about that. Um. Yeah, so confirmed only with PS so far. So, oh, wait, no. P- uh, Resident Evil 7 will be available on PC beginning of January, or pardon me, end of oh, January. Okay. okay. PC, PS4, PSVR, and Xbox One. So you'll get to play it, but just not VR on the Xbox. Classic. Yep. Yeah, you know. Um, but I'm sure, again, you'll be able to play it on the PC VR version. So. It'll be on Games with Gold a few months after it comes out, I'm yeah. sure. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> last two games I got to uh, preview, or I got to see, I got to see them play uh, the new Final Fantasy. Oh. Again, one of those games that just, like, you see it and you instantly know what it is. Yeah, what, uh, they're, they're doing something different. Yeah, uh, it kind of changes midway through into a more traditional Final Fantasy game. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As you go further on in a kind of more traditional RPG. Oh, uh, okay. Um. But I didn't really get to see the transition or anything like that. I just got to see some of the gameplay and some of the characters and the graphics. And again, I I know this sounds like a big giant love fest, um, but all the games I got to preview, to be honest with you, I loved. There were a couple indie games I got to play. I unfortunately uh, left the paper with all the names written down uh, at home. So next episode, we'll bring that back in and we'll we'll, we'll big them up because the indie gamers were cool too. I mean- the, the great thing about PAX is there's so many different games and experiences that you can get. Like, right. um, you like tabletop games. There was a Magic the Gathering tournament going on at the Paramount Theater that you can uh, watch. Magic the Gathering is a TCG trading card game. It's not a board game. Sorry. <laughs> the other I was I was gonna say you could preview games like Star Wars Destiny, which is another game that right. they, they came out with. Right. Um what's that one again? Is that board? That's a board game, or is that a card game? It's a card game. It's a card dice game. Mm. Um, so I mean, it's kind of like a ta- 
And then there were other tabletop sections. Cross genre, right. if you will. And then you had your all your regular video games, you know, uh-huh. on your PCs, your platforms, or your consoles, your things like that. That's super cool. Um, so, yeah. It's just I'm a, jealous. It's a really cool experience. If you didn't get to go, oh, last game, Star Trek Bridge Crew. Oh. Ubisoft, uh, Ubisoft had Dang a- Dang you for leaving that to last. Had a huge setup where the whole bridge was already set up for you, so you went in and just sat there, and you got to be a part of the crew. Uh, you know, you d- had your, your techies, um, uh, tech operator, probably tech operator. And then, uh, weapons. She then, uh, like, I got one person probably does shields and weapons. And then you of course have your, uh, flight commander. Yeah. And he's just directing or barking orders out. Right. And five man crew. It was a, let me count two, four. I think I read it was five. I think it was five. I think the person playing technically the captain didn't really count into it. I think mm. it may have been six, actually, now that I think about it, including the captain. So, How long was your demo? Short. Yeah, they all pretty much are. Yeah. Do you like make a jump and then have an encounter and, and you can kill it with one shot because it's a demo and then you leave? Not one shot, but it's kind of like more or less. easy action. Real easy. Um, but again- completely immersive you're looking around and you're on the bridge you know what i mean like you're sitting in those chairs you're in that position uh it'll be interesting to be to see what it's like when you bring it home and you don't have the desk built for you and what it's like when you can move around i'm curious about that too um so we'll see what that looks like um but for the setup that they had phenomenal Mm -hmm. game and a phenomenal experience and again i would highly recommend all the games that we just mentioned um of course we didn't I'm not going to mention the bad ones just because I don't want to, you know, down anyone. I don't want to be mean. Right. And it's not why we're also, here. I have a different opinion of games than you do. You have a different opinion of games than I do, and I'm sure the listeners have a different opinion. I think there's a term for this. Subject? Are video uh, games subjective? Nah. Nah. Nah? So, okay. right. This is yeah. a totally different thing. Yeah. Right. No. Completely different. <laughs> That's subjective. Come on. <laughs> um, no. I would highly recommend if you haven't been to a PAX to go. Um, and then to, to test all these games out for yourself, you, you can listen to what we've said and the suggestions we've said and take those, but, uh, apply them to your own lives for sure. Your own experience. Yeah. For sure. Experience them for yourself and form your own opinion. Right. And, uh, go from there because a lot of exciting stuff coming down the line in uh, video games and Especially, VR. Yeah. I and none realize. of these really were esports specific games. I'm looking at my list here. I don't think any of these could really be turned into an e-sport, but bridge crew has a shot. Yeah, <laughs> that one out of all of them it has could. the biggest shot. No, no, he's just joking. Um, but then we got to see our friends, our pals, the Murloc geniuses. Wow, take home their second regional in a row. Yeah, that was uh, wow. Back to back. To back. Uh, I was there for the first uh, for their first day of matches. Got to see him take the uh, win against uh, team name change two one. That was a really good uh, That's set an of three. Awesome team name, yeah, it is. Um, they lost to denial, but then mm-hmm. they ended up beating them again in the finals in a best of five. It That's went five That's games. Our boys roll, yeah, and uh, our boy June, you know that little cutie, little cutie, had a uh, fantastic tournament again playing support. Okay, uh, cattle battle had an up and down tournament when he was on. The team really clicked. Or cattle battle, cattle. I was pillar. gonna say, I w- do I correct you or not? Cattle what battle if, when he was in work? battle. You know, you know <laughs> these these, ru- these words they all rhyme. So, um, and then Cathan Luck again, great team again. leader, really active. I saw him really talking a lot. Uh, Psalm may have been the MVP. 
really uh, a really diverse player this tournament. So mm-hmm. got to see the guys really perform at a high level. They got pushed to the limit. Um, they lost a couple games. They faced a little adversity. They had nothing to play for. Not particularly. I mean, they were, they but according cried. to them, they did. Right. Exactly. And you can go back and listen in the last episode to the interview we did with them. Um, but I, they pulled a couple pocket strats out. Um, oh, yeah? Uh, let's see. They used... Uh, why am I spacing on the character's name? They pulled out a couple of... Uh, Interesting choices, interesting yeah. character choices. Right. And it was not necessarily something that you'd seen them do. Zerathal. Oh, Zerathul? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, that was the, the character that they picked. But you do see kind of him here people. and there. He's not like. Right. It was something that you didn't really. Compet- it was more Murloc genius, uh, geniuses Geniusy? specific. Genii. Genii. It was Murloc genii. Yeah. Uh, fantastic stuff. So we got to see them take home another regional. Mm-hmm. Heading to BlizzCon now. Um, they're going to finish no lower than eighth. So And BlizzCon's prize pool, is it above a million for heroes now? It's about there. So I think it's like one million. I think it's actually just one yeah, million. Yeah, I think it's a million. So that's, wow, it. that's at least another 50K guaranteed to the Murloc geniuses. Um Plus the chance to really cement themselves as the best North American heroes team. Yeah. And no, at, no at, cement. They're chiseling it out of marble. Right. I mean, um, Gale Force is the only one that maybe was close with only Udall. because of name recognition. Though. Right. I mean, they and are some, very good, but. Uh, uh, the, right. And some of the people you've seen at the Heroes of the Dorm tournament, but now it kind of just appears like we have the team, the North American team, that's going to kind of carry right. the torch here for the next couple tournaments. We just need to start working on a couple extras now. Right. A couple backups. Yep. So we'll see <laughs> on that. But uh, good way to transition over to our interview. I had a chance to uh, talk to some people this past weekend while I was at PAX. And uh, one of the big interviews that stood out to me, and I wanted to play it for you guys, was the interview I had with a couple people from Alienware. So we had Joel Almstead and Matt Davis talking to us about the future of Alienware, kind of their effect on the esports realm, and uh, just the new products that they're going to be rolling out. So uh, let's hear from Joe and Matt from Alienware. It's obviously being here at PAX. PAX is one of our favorite shows. It's our community of people. It's one of the last shows, probably the last show in North America that's really focused on gamers. And we really want to have a chance to get in front of these people, to uh, play with them, enjoy with them, geek out with them. And we couldn't think of a better place to come to to launch our new product. So here we've launched our new 15 and 17 inch notebooks. These are going to be the first ever VR capable notebooks. Um, And we're really excited about not only the materials, the engineering that's gone into them, which is definitely an iconic approach that Alienware has. Alienware systems always stand out on the shelf. Um, and then also, of course, we wanted to be able to bring in some of our partners. So we've got some ex- exclusive gameplay. We've got a panel that we're going to be doing at PAX later. So that's kind of, you know, the 360 degrees of why we're here, what we're really excited about doing. Um, and Joe's going to certainly walk through, I think, some of the things that we're most excited about when you when you get kind of that geeky level and you want to talk about what makes this notebook, say, different than your run-of-the-mill notebook or what makes this a gaming notebook versus my notebook that can game. Joe? Yeah. All right. So... Wow, I don't, th- I don't have much to say. But anyway, yeah, I actually have sure a lot to say. So the new notebooks that we just uh, came out with this at the show, we started uh, really designing them over two years ago. And the one thing that we do in all of our products, they have to be durable, they have to be reliable. Uh, quality is one of our absolute brand tenants. And so we don't try to make the thinnest notebook, 
we certainly don't try to make the lightest notebook, but people don't want the biggest notebook. So we had our engineering team put together a thermal solution that we then literally built a notebook around. Uh, all of the new notebooks that we have coming out use the NVIDIA 1060, 1070, and the 15, and the 1080 will also be in the 17. And so we had to build a thermal solution that one, could handle that kind of horsepower because they're all quad-core procs, but also do it quiet and cool. Uh, when we design our products, we don't design something for North America for a 68-degree day in Seattle. Uh, uh, half of our notebooks ship outside of the United States, and in, in China, a cool apartment is 84 degrees. Uh, in Saudi Arabia, it's 100. So when we build everything, we really do focus on, I don't want to throttle. That's considered a, a bad thing for us. And we have a thermal solution that works in all of those environments. So we built the notebook around that, and then we're like, of course, we're going to put the latest this and the fastest that. And we use DDR4 memory. We have PCIe NVMe hard drives. Um, but we also want something that feels substantial and that, that can take a beating. Uh, gamers can get a little emotional yep. time to time. Yeah, uh, especially true. on a bad kill. Yep, that's true. So our keyboard is uh, nearly six millimeters thick yeah. for a notebook keyboard wow. and a notebook that's 25 millimeters thick. And we build it uh, actually with our with the, our commercial teams so it has a, a 10 million keystroke actuation standard test. Wow. Uh, you know, 10 million you know people at, a, at an office, that's years and years and years, but those WASD keys... They get a lot of actuation. So we built in that into the keyboard while we made it thinner from our last one because our notebooks all got thinner this year. Our 17 went from 34 to 30, and we added a 1080. Uh, our 15 went from 34 to 25. It's got the 1070. Our 13 goes from 28 to 22, and it's got a 1060 card in it. So all of the new notebooks will also be Oculus and HTC certified right out of the gate. So you'll be able to take that 15-inch notebook over to your buddy's house, plug in your Vive, and now you're doing that in someone else's house and bringing that experience. Uh, I was just last week, I, I, my mom was in town, so she, my 70-year-old mother, was playing Audio Shield on a, one of our 13-inch notebooks, and she was loving it. I then put it on my four-year-old daughter, and she was playing NVIDIA VR Fun Zone, right? And she's just like, oh, this is so much fun. I'm popping balloons. And the headset was so big that I had to hold it onto her head. But she was still loving it. And so we think VR is as important to us for the next 10 as gaming has been to our last 20. Which, by the way, we turned 20 this year. Yes. I haven't been there for all 20, but I've been there 13 of the 20. A good, that's a good portion. Um, and we have been solely focused for those 20 years on PC gaming. Uh, we became part of Dell 10 years ago, and the one thing they didn't do was stop who we were and move to anything. If, if anything, the great thing about that acquisition was now I'm available in 37 countries. Well, 37 to 75 countries. We now have a level of quality we've never had before. Yet we're still building notebooks that are true to our brand and, and true to everything we do. We even have an exploded one right over here if you want to take a look at it. But the one thing we, we, we always come back to, and especially for shows like this, I do CES, E3, PAX, uh, I've done GamesCon, I do, well I actually do all four PAX, the one in Melbourne and the one in San Antonio yeah. and even the two in town. This is where it's the most fun, being with just gamers, man. I mean, sitting around in LA with 
just press is good. Yeah, but it's all fine and good. It, but it's nothing like seeing someone excited about how they know they're going to use this stuff. Right. So we, we love this show and we love the new notebooks. And we added new lighting. I don't know if you can tell. The lighting's on the side. And, it's, and we did that because our last one had lighting right here. Mm-hmm. And we moved it to the side to make this more durable. Because obviously if you have a piece of metal and there are two holes in it. Right. A little less durable. So so we moved it over to the side and we thought it was just a great effect too. Yeah. Great highlight on the side again for those who can't see it because we're on audio. Right, right. Highlighting the side right there with the light. It looks we we increased the lighting and luminosity. We added end key rollover to the keyboard. So you can hey, how you doing? So you can just kill all the keys. Uh, we went back to full standard track pads. Our 13 that we shipped today has a click pad. Uh, but the new one will have this standard type of touchpad here. Uh, we're adding G-Sync screens, 120 hertz to the 15 and 17. Um, we have uh, 4K screens available for the 15 and the 17, not G-Sync, of course. And then we'll have OLED still available on our 13-inch notebook. just keep your water down here, okay? Okay, okay. So we'll still have the OLED on our 13-inch notebook. Perfect. What type of role do you see Alienware having in the esports community? I know we have the traditional gaming and now VR, but what about esports, a community that's kind of booming right now? What do you see Alienware's role in the, in the future of uh, esports? So, uh, I don't know if you know this, but two years ago, uh, the Dota 2 International yep. was 100% hosted on Alienware systems. Uh, we have a, a whole team uh, who works for uh, my boss, who's a peer of mine. And we have four to 500 systems that just go out to tournaments and shows. Uh, esports is, is certainly something that you know is already blowing up, but before long, you'll find out more through that than you will through anything else. So we have a whole team dedicated now on esports and how to grow our, not necessarily our awareness, but partner with them. So we go to the game devs, we go to the publishers, and we have a whole tech studios program that, hey, develop on an Alienware and then we'll use it at the show. Uh, we have probably 400 systems around this area. So, you know, a lot of the esports tournaments, when they get to be big, like, you know, the, the league tournaments, they're starting to go to their own systems just for sponsorship reasons. But, man, I tell you, it's going to be... You know, when I was a kid, I never thought of being a professional gamer. But now there are guys making, you know, a quarter million dollars a year just playing video games. Yep. I feel like I missed out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, well, we'll get you out of here on this. Yep. Just You were just speaking about your childhood. Favorite game as a child? Uh, or growing up? doesn't uh, have to be as a child. Yeah, because I... Matt, you can jump on it was, it was It was black and white when I started. Yeah. Um, but no, my favorite, favorite game I would lose for hours and hours and hours of my life was Road Rage. And I would play yeah. on a 386 notebook with a lap link cable to my roommate yep. on a black and white, like 12 inch LCD. Probably EGA resolution. Yeah. My, my favorite PC was it would be Dark Castle or Tetris. Yeah, those are some of the oldies with goodies. I think, and I had like an old like hacked version, like the original one where they did all like the Russian music in the Russian like <laughs> yes. backgrounds yes, to make it seem like it was really yeah. a Russian game. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that one, and then you know console side it was uh, Mario Brothers two and Tecmo Baseball. Yep. Yeah. Great waste, games. I have like many a divot in my wall from spiking a Nintendo controller into it. <laughs> oh. Speaking of the anger and fury of gamers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. 
Well, guys, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. I uh, really appreciate it. Looking forward to uh, what you guys have come in, and uh, always appreciate uh, everything that you guys have been putting out. So thank you so much. Great, thanks. Thank you. And again, a big thank you to Joe Almstead and Matt Davis of Alienware for yes, uh, taking yes. the time to talk to me at PAX, give us a little preview of what's to come with uh, Alienware and eSports, and again, their new uh, VR capable laptops which were impressive to say the least Absolutely. I got to see they've always person. been impressive though i spent right i wasted hours of my life when i was a kid building those pcs online and custom coloring them and this was before they were part of dell this was right. when they were like one of the only people in the game doing custom high-end pcs i mean like everyone was making their own but they cemented themselves to pull your term from earlier so I just sat, I would just sit there. How high can I make yeah. the price go? Twenty um, years Alienware's yeah. been around and Unreal. And been at the top of the game. Um for and, pretty much the entirety of those twenty yeah. years. And they're internationally like recognized now. Now yep. it's not just some weird thing that I knew about because I was a nerd. It was like right. Yeah, they now don't it's just like des- a normal thing. They don't just design laptops. <laughs> like an, they're like an everyday, you know, company now. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Name. Like they said in the interview, they don't design laptops for rainy days in seattle they kind of design them for hot days in china and hot days in europe and right hot days all around the globe so uh again if you have a chance to check out those vr enabled and capable laptops coming out from alienware make sure you check that out but now it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show since episode one it's been everyone's favorite part of the show yep one ups and fall downs so chappie we'll start with your fall downs my fall down for this week is the lack of Brightwing nerfs coming to Heroes combined mm. with the fact that he is going on sale for like three forty nine this week or four ninety nine or whatever? That guy just ruins games. I love for Brightwing me constantly. Oh yeah, he's great. It's like my but favorite man, character. He needs he needs to get a little br- a light blow to the head with the nerf bat, if you ask me. Yeah, uh, I would say Blizzard does a pretty good job. Of, well, they do a great of job. getting the patches. Um, but he has been like on top for a couple now, and like yeah. everyone that's put that it, you know you're thinking like this is the one is just not. So I'm wondering if they think that he is fine the way he is, and that's how he's supposed to perform. In which case, I'll back off. But for now, I don't know. The consensus is he needs a little nerfy. So yeah, we'll see. I I won't debate it. The only reason why is because you can't because I can't because <laughs> I'm biased and I love Brightwing and he's one of my favorite characters. So I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. So uh, for me. At PAX, my fall down is smells. You can be, you don't, I'm not telling worse you than how to live your life. It was worse than Comic-Con. Because Comic-Con was surprisingly not that bad. Right. Um, it's just, and it wasn't everyone, and it's just a couple, a couple bad apples are kind of spoiling it for the bunch, but there are some times where you will walk by and it's just a little deodorant will go a long way. I'm pretty sure that one of those dudes you smelled just sat next to me on the bus on the way here, too, by the way. I don't doubt I, it. Yeah. Woo. And I don't doubt that I've I've not smelled like that at some point in my you life. You have. I have. And I'm, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying here. Just be a little bit more courteous and thoughtful of and those people. And liberal be... with your application of code. Um, you know, you want to be kind. There's a lot of people at PAX. And uh, the first day it was rainy. So you kind of had this like so wet. That's when you have the people in the jackets. Yeah. And they don't really need it for temperature. They need it for rain. So when they get there, they're sweaty. And yeah. then they take the jacket off and that sweat smell just. Yeah. It was know. like a wet musk. It's like a perfect, you know, trifecta of terrible. Right. So I'm just, you know, nothing specific about packs. Everything except was that. great. Except for, you know, that. some people should try and 
think about others when applying the <laughs> others olfactory senses. But enough enough of the negative. Let's get into the positive. What were your one ups from this past week? I think that the one up collectively between yeah. us has to sit with uh, Murloc Geniuses winning their second second regional in a row after coming on the show and getting a brush with the good luck charms that are you and I. I think yeah, that that's wonderful. Getting into I'm the, really uh, happy to be able to help. Getting into the club. Yeah, not a typical interview here at the Joystick Club. We're not going to no. give you the fluff questions or the super right now. super in depth questions that are conf- going to confuse even the regular listeners. You're going right. to get a little bit of both here on Joystick Club. Going to get a little in depth analysis, but you're also going to get a little bit of broad. And I think they were into that. Yeah, I think they were too. And they told me they were. They enjoyed our restaurant well, recommendations. Yep. Oh, they told me they had an absolute blast, and Good. that you should be looking at the uh, Blizzard social media here in the next couple of days. Oh, really? Might be seeing that interview popping up through Blizzard as well. But let's Whoa. get into your other one-ups, other than our good friends, the uh, Murloc Geniuses. Do you have one? Uh, I mean, I, I, I thought that was our one-up. Well, I really we can do that. that was our we can do that. I, I just mean, I can to throw out another one if you want. I wanted to throw out a quick another one. That's why. Okay, I was you asking. throw out another one. I'm gonna stay and stand pack with the team. That's fine. Fade uh, into the background. Got to give a quick shout out to all the vendors and all the companies that reached out to the Joystick Club. Uh, we're a month old. And we had companies like Blizzard, uh, Ubisoft, um, Microsoft, Adult Swim Games, a lot of big name companies reaching out to us, trying to get us to come on and kind of preview the products. Alienware, another big one, of course. Yeah, that was that was huge. Uh, Nintendo got to preview some of their stuff coming down the line. So it really NX. Yeah, really cool to see. I didn't get to play that, but really (laughs) cool to see companies responding to esports and video games and the podcasts that are now following them and uh taking it seriously so it was really cool to see and i'm really thankful for them for extending invitations to uh, chappie and myself uh you know we're gonna try and continue to uh talk to all these people and get you all the information that you'd like to uh, like to receive again a big thank you to blizzard a big thank you again to uh drew and josh from blizzard who brought the Murloc geniuses here? And uh, yeah, we had a great time. Hey, they also helped us with the Heroes of the Dorm, and uh, now we're working on BlizzCon. They're trying to get me to play WoW again by offering me free game time, even though I and told them specifically I'm not allowed to play based what, on my own rules. When I was there, they mentioned it again. They were like, "Hey, if you want to jump in, we got a spot for you." So uh, again, the great people there down at Blizzard—they're just like those like uh, figures from old cartoons that hide around the corner in the shadows. Like, you want some game time? Yeah. Are you sure you don't want some game, game time? time? I'm like, come on, man. Just yeah. told you. I'm walking home. I just bought uh, some milk. I ain't got no extra money. I ain't got extra money. I spent yeah. it all. Uh, yeah. So a big thank you to everyone at PAX involved uh, talking to us and uh, everyone Yeah, we here appreciate it. In the future. So uh, that'll do it for another episode of the Joystick Club. A big thank you to- Number five, by the way. We're half a century right now. We are. <laughs> <laughs> big five. Fab five. Half a decade. Century's 100. Big thank you to all the guests. And again, big thank you to uh, Joel- and Matt, pardon me, Joe and Matt, Joel, mispronouncing names all over the place. Joe and Matt, man, I'm out. I'm, you gotta we gotta end the, We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. Joe and Matt of Alienware, we're big fans of you guys. Thank you for uh, taking the time to talk to us. Thank you to my co-host, Chappie, and uh, of course, the biggest thank you to you, the listener, for tuning in to the Joystick Club. For So from myself, Taylor Jacobs, and my co-host, Chappie, GG. GG.